We are continuing Chai Adam Klal Beis. We are discussing the Tzadim in the morning. Mishum Ruach Ra. That when a person goes to sleep at night, when you wake up, there's Ruach Ra. There's some type of evil spirit resting on your hands, and you have to wash your hands. So we left off with the following question. We left off that what do you do in a restaurant? Let's say you have uh, non-Jews or non-religious Jews working in a restaurant. Do you require them to wash their hands before they touch your food? You don't want ruach ra on your food. Now, the food's going to be mutter. You're allowed to eat it. But why do you want to be eating things with ruach ra? That's the question. So the Mishabur Paskins, that ruach ra does not apply to non-Jews. So it would only be relevant if you had non-observant Jews, which typical, you know, typically found in Eretz Yisrael, you'll have many employees that are non observant, but they're Jewish. So what do we rely on? So, but the evidence anyways, the food's mutter. Additionally, the Chazanish writes, they quote B'Shem the Chazanish, that as long as he washes hands once, so maybe that's good enough as far as Ruach Ra is concerned, which is interesting because the Gemara says you have to wash your hands three times. Now, it doesn't say you need a keli. It doesn't say um, how exactly to wash, but it does say three times. So maybe the Chazanish assumes he put his hand in and out of the water three times. Maybe that would be considered um, getting rid of Ruach Ra. Okay, so Halach Halamaisa. When does a person have to wash his hands? So there are two potential uh, times to wash your hands. One of them, the Mishabur says, anytime you sleep more than a half hour, you have a real Shinas Keva, that would be a, a reason to wash your hands. Mishum Ruach Ra. We assume the Ruach Ra comes onto you. Now, you wouldn't make a bracha, obviously. Uh, bracha is only in preparation for davening. We'll get to that in the Klal Zion. Another time to wash your hands, even if you stayed up the entire night, you're working the night shift, or you pulled an all-nighter, that's Shavuos night, you should wash your hands after Alois, because there is, the Apiva Zoyer, it seems like the Ruach Ruach Ra comes to your hands at Alois HaShachar. So it'll be another time, even if, let's say a person wakes up before Alois, this happens in the winter, you wake up four or five in the morning, so Alois could be, I don't know, six, and during the winter you could wake up six thirty, seven o'clock, it could be Alois is only 7.15, or depending where you live, you could be up uh, hours or minutes before Alois, so halachically one should have to wash his hands again, Mishum Ruach Ra. Now how do you wash your hands? I think we all know that you uh, take the cup in your right hand, and as soon as the cup is full, you put it into your left hand, you wash your right hand, and the left, right, and left, right, and left. So you wash each hand three times. The Mishabura quotes from the Maiserav, which is based on what the Gura used to do, what the Vilna Gun used to do, that he used to wash his hand a fourth time uh, to get rid of the water so that for sure there's no Ruach Ra left on his hands. So if someone wants to be Machmir, it doesn't, uh, doesn't take too much time to wash your hands a fourth time in pre- uh, to get rid of the Ruach Ra. Now, the Chayadam in in Halacha uh, Hay, uh, he brings down, he lumps together a bunch of different times when we wash our hands. If you look at the Mishra the Mishra divides them into two different categories. And that's the approach that most Paiskim have, so that's how we'll, uh, we'll lay it out. There are two reasons to wash your hands. One of them would be Mishum Ruach Ra, that there was some type of evil spirit that rested upon your hands, so you get rid of it by washing your hands. Another reason to wash your hands is Mishim Nikias. For cleanliness, you got yourself dirty. Now you want to go daven, you want to go learn. You got to wash your hands. It's not, it's not fitting for you to move on without first washing your hands. So a few uh, examples of Nikias would be if someone scratches his head. The Mishabru and Achorin and Paskin, that it means you really, a real scratch, you know, a real good scratch, getting, getting involved. So that would be a, um, 
a reason to wash your hands because you touch the sweaty part. So mishum is for cleanliness. Additionally, most parties can assume that when you touch your shoes, you'd have to wash your hands. Also mishum nekiyas. Now, some of the Achorinim point out that that's only if it, if it was uh, used shoes. But let's say you go to uh, you go to Nordstrom and you're trying on different pairs of shoes. You don't have to wash your hands because they're clean. If you go to some stores where it's uh, you go to a thrift shop, maybe those are dirty. But if you're trying on brand new shoes, so then they're clean, so you wouldn't have to wash your hands. Additionally, Reb Chaim Kanievsky in the Sefer on on Tfilah, he poskins that just touching your shoelaces you would not have to wash your hands. And some extend it to, even if you have used shoes, if the top of the shoe is clean and you only touch the top, you would not have to wash your hands uh, either. Now, t- when you touch your shoes, it's only Mishum Nikias. No problem of Ruach Ra. Some parties can do say Ruach Ra, but Mishbur holds it's not Ruach Ra. It's all about cleanliness. There are other times we wash our hands, and these fall into the category of Ruach Ra. Someone who enters a bathroom. If you enter a bathroom, you have to wash your hands upon leaving Mishum Ruach Ra, that there's Ruach Ra in the bathroom. Now, if you think about it, how do we wash our hands in the bathroom and then leave, then you have to wash your hands again. So Rav Lesha is very machmer. He says a person should wash his hands outside the bathroom, because if you wash your hands in the bathroom, it doesn't help. So you can wash in the bathroom, but you have to wash again upon leaving, because there's Ruach Ra in the bathroom. Those that are makel assume that our bathrooms are different than the bathrooms that Chazal discussed. Our bathrooms, with our uh, you know sophisticated plumbing, you're not. It's not a real din of a uh, of a beisakise, and that's why one theoretically could wash his hands in our bathrooms, and maybe there is no rachra um, in the in, in the bathroom. Another time, brought down halacha to wash your hands when a person cuts his nails. When a person gets a haircut, he should wash his hands. Also, Mishum Rachra. Additionally, there's a uh, Indian of washing your hands when a person leaves a cemetery. Also, Mishum Rachra. So, just to mention, Rev Shor, Zetzal, in his Argadayo, I believe it's on Parshas Para or uh, on Parshas Hukas, he says he is said, you know, which gives us a glimpse into the concept of Tumah V'tahara, and I think it applies to this concept of Rachra as well. That when, a, when, when there's a loss of potential, so then then you could have tumma. When an animal dies, it becomes an avela, so there's tumma as an avela. The avia vaisa tumma, the highest level of tumma, is a tummy, is, a, is a mace. A dead body, a dead human, is the highest level of tumma. So when there's a loss of potential, so then there's this tumma, and I would, I would, uh, I would assume that's where this concept of ruach ruach comes from. So if you look at these examples, um, when you wash your hands, when a person was sleeping, so there's ruach ruach still on him, because he's no longer... Uh, up and alive and kicking. So when he wakes up, Chazal tells us that they still remain on his fingers. But the Ruach Ra was able to come when he was sleeping. There's no potential there. When a person uh, gets a haircut, so you're cutting off growth. When you cut your nails, after Tashmish, so Tashmish is actually all about creativity. And after Tashmish, is kind of like a loss of, of creativity. So then there would also be an Indian of, you know, you lost loss of potential. When a person goes to a basic forest, uh, death. So that would also be another another time where you wash your hands, mishum ruach ra. Now just to just to bring down some of the halachas or about levaya. So it seems like only if someone goes to the basic forest. However, you look in Yeridea and Hilchas Avelis, it says even a holich ben Mason, even someone who walks amongst the dead. So some many of the achorinim, the Bali Ashochan brings this in Hilchas Avelis that even if you just attended a levaya, you escorted the mace. So you would still have to wash your hands. Now, if you went within Dalad Amos, so obviously you have to wash your hands. But let's say you went to a big Rosh Hashiva's Leviah. You didn't get within 100 feet of, of, the, of the mace. 
Still, if you go to a Levaya, if you escorted the mace, you would have to wash your hands. Or if you were in the same room, as we said before, from the shach, that's considered Daladamas uh, when it comes to a mace, you'd have to wash your hands. Just a few men hug him. Um, there's a minute not to draw your hands by a Levaya, and the Mavi Yabak, the Mavi Yabak is a Kabbalah Sefer written all about Kavad uh, Hamais, anybody that's involved in the Chevra Kadisha. So, all the Menhagim and different practices we do are all based on the Sefer Mavi Yabak. He says it's based on the, we don't, we don't want to forget the mace right away. So, we leave the water on our hands so as not to show that we're forgetting forgetting the mace right away. Another reason brought down is the concept of the Egla Rufa. But Egla Rufa, they found a dead body in between two cities and and basically each city you know, claimed that it wasn't our fault, that we didn't escort him, we did, we did the proper thing, and there's water involved in the hakrava, in the, in the ceremony of Egla Rufa. And the water is basically to say, you know, our hands are clean, we didn't murder this person. So that's why we keep the hand, our, our hands wet upon leaving a, uh, a leviah. Another minog is not to pass the cup, Rabbi Kivager says we don't pass piranhas to another person, so we don't pass the cup that we wash our hands with after Leviah, and we don't pass the shovel. Those that are digging the grave, the minna gets to stick the shovel into the dirt, not to pass it to another person, not to pass piranhas, uh, you know, bad tidings, bad, bad things to the next person. You leave it there, let the person take it himself. There's also a minna not to walk into a roofed home before washing. This is more of a minute based on Tumah. Um, halach is when it comes to a car, one is allowed to go into a car. We assume that a car is not is, is not part of the minog. It's not considered a uh, house. And therefore, if someone needs to drive home quickly, so then he doesn't have to wait online to wash his hands, he could go into his car and then he'll, he'll get water after the Leviah uh, prior to entering a, uh, a home. Just by the way, the Kafachayim writes that all these men hug him if, uh, if it's very cold. Let's say a person has his hands wet He's going to get chapped fingers, so you know a person should 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 wipe his hands off and not not hurt himself, you know, for the sake of this minog. There's another thing brought down in halacha about bloodletting. If a person bloodlets, he should have to uh, wash his hands. If you look in the Nishmat Avraham, the Nishmat Avraham is written by Dr. Abraham. He goes through Shulchan Aruch, and it's printed by Art School actually. He has a, a Hebrew version, Lashon Kaddish, and he also has English in Art School. And he goes through Shulchan Aruch and all the medical questions he asked Rosh Hashanah, Rabbi Yashiv, Zetzal, Rabbi Moshe, Zetzal And he asked all the Paiskim if someone gets a blood test today or if someone uh, donates blood, would they have to wash their hands? So most of the Paiskim, Rabbi Moshe, Rosh Hashanah, they replied that Ruach Ra, we don't really understand Ruach Ra. So wherever Chazal said we have to wash our hands, Misham Ruach Ra, okay, but we don't start adding new things. So a person bloodletting uh, medieval times, so then you have to wash your hands. But uh, I don't know, donating blood, or any of these other things that we do, a blood test, you would not need to wash your hands. The Chayadim just finishes off um, that even though you don't have to wash your face, there's no chiv, but there's a mitzvah. This is in cloud uh, base halachavav. There's a mitzvah, sheir chatzkam a person should wash, his, should wash his face because he called Paul Hashem the Maneo. Everything Kaddish Baruch created is for, is for him, and therefore our guf was created to serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu, so we should treat it properly. And then he says, it's miharoy l'chabit halavush. A person should dress uh, respectfully. Now he says, don't be, you know, the trendsetter to try to lo yilbash begotham yikarim, expensive clothing, because that's maybe as adam day gaiva, as we mentioned the last week. We've been talking about gaiva all the time. That wouldn't be recommended. However, you wear normal clothing. You could fit in with the trends. Don't be setting the trends, but you could fit in with, uh, 
with you know what's going on uh, in fashion. Just be normal and be respect uh, dressed in a respectful way, and don't make a chalashem. If person he says a tamal chacham doesn't dress properly, ends up causing sinner.